0: Welcome to Stories of Runeterra. My name is Guy Black, or Raven Hood on the interwebs, and I'm just a humble storyteller, here to draw you into the vast world of Runeterra by Riot Games. The Riot Games community has crafted an incredible universe, where having bad karma can hit in two different ways. Each week, we jump into the Riot Games universe and narrate something from the world of Runeterra off of the Riot Games universe site. Think of it as an audiobook of League stories and lore put together by yours truly. This week's story is a fan request. I had a bunch, much more than normal, in the week since publishing Soraka, so thanks, guys. And it's Karma, the Enlightened One. Uh, I guess that means I need to do my terrible impression real quick. But then I had a question. As long as Ionia changes, so must I. No mortal exemplifies the spiritual traditions of Ionia more than karma. She is the living embodiment of an ancient soul reincarnated countless times, carrying all her accumulated memories into each new life, and blessed with power that few can comprehend. She has done her best to guide her people in recent times of crisis, though she knows that peace and harmony may come only at considerable cost to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price Priceline. line well hey everybody thanks so much for tuning in again uh i like i said i've had a ton of requests uh to do champions and a couple specific ones were hoped to be done in pairs which considering their lore seems like a really good idea i had a request for our azir and Zareth. Uh, I had a request for a foil of um, Yone and Yasuo. So those two in one episode and then Azir and um, Zareth in one episode. So maybe let me know. Do do the paired episodes, are they more interesting? uh, Or do you only like them when they're really closely tied characters? So like... Renekton and Nasus or something like that so let me know Uh, you can always hit me up on the Instagrams or a couple of you have emailed me one of you guys reached out and wanted me to record Kane I just wanted to let you know I did actually I have actually recorded Kane he was one of my early 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 episodes so if you go back to the Darken stories let's see where it is I think it's episode somewhere around episode 15 it's march 9th 2021 it's a double feature with atrox and kane it's one of my older ones so it's not as clean um but you know i'm trying to go back and get those a little cleaned up um But yeah, so that one I already recorded for for Kane. Go ahead and go listen to it there. Hope that you enjoy it. Um, Who knows? Maybe I'll revisit some of those older ones like I did with Oriana. Let me know on that as well. Would you like it if I revisited some of the older episodes with the new recording format. And anyway, yeah, so a lot of a lot of feedback. I love feedback. I like getting better. I'm not perfect. I know this is a little bit of a goofy thing. So hey, I appreciate your insight. Let me know. Um, today we're going to do Karma and then over the next couple weeks because it's summer, I probably can do those double headers. Um, they're a little bit easier to do during the summer because I don't have a ton on my plate. But anyway, enough talking from yours truly. Let's jump into this week's story in just a second. Karma is the living embodiment of an ancient Ionian soul who serves as a spiritual beacon to each generation of her people. Her most recent incarnation came in the form of a 12-year-old girl named Dara. Raised in the northern highlands of Shonchan, She was headstrong and independent, always dreaming of a life beyond her provincial village. But Dada began to suffer strange, fitful visions. The images were curious. They felt like memories, yet the girl was certain they had not happened to her. At first, the problem was easy enough to conceal, but the visions grew in intensity until Dada was convinced she was descending into madness. Just when it seemed she would be confined to the healing huts forever, a group of monks visited her village. They had come from a place known as the Lasting Altar, where the divine leader Karma had passed away some months earlier. The monks were in search of the old man's next incarnation, believing him to be among the villagers. They applied a series of tests to everyone they met, but eventually prepared to leave empty-handed. As they passed the healing huts, Dara threw herself out of her cot and ran to stop them. She wept, telling them of her visions and that she had known the monks' voices from the babble in her head. They recognized the signs immediately. This was their karma. The visions were past lives rushing to fill a new vessel. In that moment, Dara's life changed forever. She bid farewell to all she'd ever known and journeyed to the lasting altar to learn from the monks. Over the years, they taught her to connect with her ancient soul and to commune with thousands of previous incarnations, each espousing the wisdom of ages past. Karma had always advocated peace and harmony, teaching that any act of evil would bring out its own repercussions, and so required no response. But Dara questioned these principles, Even as she became karma, some of her followers were confused. How could she be invested with the spirit of Ionia, the first land's most sacred manifestation, and yet disagree with their most self-evident philosophies? Indeed, these beliefs were truly tested when Noxus invaded Ionia. Many thousands were killed as the enemy warbands advanced inland and karma was forced to face the harsh realities of war. She could feel the immense destructive potential that swelled in her soul and wondered what the point of this power could be if it was not to be used. The voices of the past urged her to remain at the lasting altar, to comfort her people and allow this conflict to pass. And yet, a far deeper truth compelled her to act. Karma agonized over this until she could stand it no longer. She confronted a Noxian commander on the deck of his own war frigate and unleashed her divine fury. This was no single measured attack. She obliterated the entire vessel and its crew in the heartbeat. Though many Ionians rejoiced at this apparent victory, the monks believed she had made a huge mistake. She had upset the spiritual harmony of their homeland, disgracing all who borne the name of karma before her and tarnished her own undying soul along with those of her followers. Even if it meant a life in solitary meditation and penance, they implored her to do no further injury. Karma silenced them with a raised hand. Though she could still hear the voices in her head, It was the spirit of Ionia in her heart that guided her, and the first lands were stirring to defend themselves. She did not know if she had been chosen for her courage and strength of will, but karma knew that sometimes harmony came only at a great cost. Their world was changing, and true wisdom lie not in resisting that fact, but in accepting it. Though the war with Noxus is now long over, There are still many in Ionia who have become only too glad to meet violence with violence, even against their own neighbors. Karma has pledged to guide as many of them as she can to a more enlightened path, to peace when possible, to action when necessary. Today's story is entitled... Remember me. It's written by Dana Luri Shaw. Watai twisted the jade ring on her finger anxiously as she stared up at the monastery carved into the mountainside, the lasting altar, home to karma. She hadn't expected to find herself back here after all this time. The trip had been painful in many ways, not least because her knees had been giving her trouble. Taking a deep breath, she walked up the path toward a small shrine that marked the entrance to Karma's private meditation room. Her knee buckled as she reached the entrance, and Watai fell hard onto the ground. This damned place! She learned to hate the lasting altar when she had visited with Jagri some sixty years ago after the monks had summoned him. The memories brought her as much pain as her fall. She struggled to stand. Are you alright? Watai looked up to see a tall and beautiful woman offering her hand. Although she didn't know the woman's face, she recognized the mantle she wore with its twin dragons of Ionia encircling her head like a halo. Karma. I'm fine. Watai said brusquely. I have an appointment to see you. Welcome, wayfarer. The woman smiled beatifically, her eyes dark and sparkling, as she took Watai's hand into her own. Here, let me try. Karma flexed her free hand and a pulsing green light surrounded her. Watai's skin prickled. The glow felt cold against her skin. The woman pulled Watai to her feet. How's that? Gingerly, Watai tested her leg. The knee held. Yet, seeing this new karma wield this power broke her heart. I can stand, she said, her voice tight. The other woman looked at Watai in concern. Are you sure? You don't seem. My leg is fine, enlightened one, Watai snapped, pulling her hand back. But your magic can't hear every pain. She had expected the other woman to look confused or upset. But instead, Karma looked calm. You're right, Karma said, nodding placidly as she ushered Watai into the simple meditation room. I can't heal grief. If you lost someone in the war, there's nothing I can do except apologize. I've spent years apologizing across the country for the loss and the pain that followed my decision to support, to Pursue the war against Noxus, but. A pause and deep breath. I'm not sorry that I, that Ionia, fought back. Watai and Karma stared at each other after a long beat. Is there anything else I can help you with? Karma asked not unkindly. Watai took a few moments to compose herself. My ross was before the war, she held up her hand. Do you know this ring? Karma's gaze turned to the jade ring and gasped. Yes, I gave it, no, he, he, he gave it to someone. She closed her eyes, covering them with her hands. Watai knew from her time with Jakri that... Karma was concentrating hard, trying to access memories that weren't fully her own. It's okay. Take your time. Sixty years ago, Jackree had asked Watai, his betrothed, to accompany him on a trip to the Lasting Altar. Watai, who had never traveled outside their village, was excited to see more of the world. And maybe this was how their life together could be from this point on. And so Watai and Jackri set out together on the two-month journey to the monastery. You will love it here! Jackri had explained, his smile burned into her mind. I know it's far from our village, but we'll have the woodweaver grow plenty of bedrooms in a house for your family when they visit, and we'll live together in the town just outside the monastery. Isn't it wonderful? But the life they had dreamed of together was not to be. Watai quickly discovered that she couldn't be so far from her home and family and still be happy. But Jackri's path led him here. There was no way he could go back. He had a duty to fulfill. So she journeyed back to their village alone, still wearing his ring, never expecting to return, never expecting to see her karma again. Finally, Karma's hands fell to her side as her eyes flew open. Her irises glowed the same green that Jacri's had when he was speaking with the countless voices in his mind, his past lives, now hers. Karma blinked and her eyes faded to normal. What? Ty? There was incredulity in her voice, the fear that she was wrong. But she wasn't. Oh, bless the spirits. Watai said, wiping tears away before they had a chance to fall. I wasn't sure if Jakri was himself in you. He, he is, but he isn't. His memories are mine, but... She trailed off, suddenly timid. That was fine. That was enough. Watai looked directly into Karma's eyes, hoping Jakri could see her through them. Watai wanted to unburden her heart before she died full of regret. I'm sorry, Jakri. I wish I could have stayed here with you, or that you could have returned home with me. I wish you were able to find... I hope you were able to find another to love. I don't like to think of you alone. She removed her ring and placed it in Karma's palm closing the woman's fingers around it. Many voices suddenly spoke as one, Karma's eyes alight with the souls of the past once more. No, Chakri loved you to the end of his days. His only regret in becoming Karma was that he could not share his life here with you. But he was never alone. He had the spirit of Ionia with him. Always. He desires for you to keep this ring if you still want it. She held out the ring to Watai. Under Karma's watchful gaze, Watai slipped the ring back on her finger. It felt right, for she had never loved another either. I love you, Chakri, she whispered, shaken but elated. I Love you. A dark eyed karma looked back at Watai. I'm sorry, it never lasts long. Watai nodded, her throat tight. Thank you for this. I should be thanking you, Watai. Why? Right. He hasn't spoken to me, she murmured. Not since the attack. He was disappointed, then went silent. "'Years without Jackree's voice, "'without the wisdom of the karma who came before me. "'She took Watai's hand into her own with a sudden intensity. "'Thank you for bringing him back to me.'" Karma, or Dada, as she introduced herself, "'asked Watai to stay a few days longer at the lasting altar. "'Perhaps together they could begin to heal. "'As one of them said goodbye to Jackree,' and one welcomed him back. As she left the meditation room, Watai looked at the glint of moonlight on her ring, admiring its fidelity. Like her love for Jackery, and his for her, it had stayed true, unscratched and unsullied for over sixty years. Even when she died, when her bones were picked clean by the sky, this ring would remain, a token of the love they shared. Through karma, their love would outlast lifetimes. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Stories of Rune Terra, and for all of y'all who are wanting me to read through champs, we'll get through the list. I'm excited. Um... Hope you liked the little flair I threw on this episode. It was a little experiment that sounded like it turned out fine. I'm not really an audio engineer, but that was fun um thanks again for listening uh and if you have any champions that you would really like me to read hit me up at stories of podcast at gmail.com or on instagram i deleted my tiktok because i want to be a healthier person so i'm not on there anymore um and i never opened twitter so i might as well not even be on there so um i'll double check that to make sure i haven't missed anybody that's reached out there but i may even delete my twitter account too um, so Instagram or stories of Renterra podcast, uh, at gmail.com are the two places you can request champions for me to read for you. And let me know what you guys think. Do you like the two champion episodes? Do you prefer the shorter form? Like, 10 to 20 minute ones that I do right now what do you think thanks so much for listening you guys are great and remember to remember your past and those who came before and the wisdom that might lie within the depths that we have inherited there is good as well as difficult and bad thanks again for listening and I'll catch you on the flip side